Welcome to Teen Wealth Radio, a show just for teens, their parents, and educators to come together and discuss the issues that are affecting our youth today. Your host is Brandy England. Brandy is joined each week by amazing guests, as well as a regular panel of co-hosts who are here to give you ideas and encouragement every step of the way. We also have plenty of other surprises on today's show. So let's get started. Here's your host, Brandy England. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Team Wealth Radio. Uh, I'm excited to talk to you today because our guest uh, does everything, basically. (laughs) He's the ultimate entrepreneur, and that's what Team Wealth is all about. Uh, Not only is he an artist and a comedian and a philanthropist and a barber, but he just delves into everything, and you never know what he's going to come up with next. So I'm kind of excited because a lot of you uh, in the past that are listening have reached out to me and said you are interested in being a musician, and you want to give back, and you want to do a whole bunch of cool artsy things. So we have the right guy in the room to talk to you today. Uh, His name is Oki Freshwater, and I don't even remember how I met you. You were posting something on Instagram, was it, about needing... Somebody, is that how we linked up yeah, at first? I'm not sure. I th- yeah, I think it was. Um, I think it was like I needed something as far as like um, extras were concerned, and um, I reached out to you, and you were just so open arms, you know. And uh, it was great. We actually did uh, two. I think I got two projects that I did with you, where I um, you helped me out with a few um, extras for the videos, and mm. both of them were great. Great turnout. Um, very professional, on time, on point. It was. It was amazing. It was good. That was cool. Yeah, I remember watching some of your music videos and you had like all different types of people in it. It wasn't yes. just like the typical. No, that's not me. <laughs> that's not me. I, I stay away from that. Um, you know, it's funny you say that. It's, it's, it's crazy because, you know, a lot of people try to paint this picture of what, you know, uh, of uh, a model is supposed to look like. Yeah. And um, I don't know. I'm from Toronto, so like I'm born and raised in Toronto, and where I come from, um, women are beautiful, every shape, all sizes, all colors. We're super multicultural, and we don't really, you know, discriminate somebody like that. So um, I figured as long as it's my video, I get to call the shots. And yeah, I want I want some realness. I want real people in the video. Not to say that certain people aren't real. <laughs> I just want to give the average that is yeah. seen daily by the viewers for sure. Totally. Well, it's kind of cool that you mentioned you're from Toronto because Canada's really been on the map in the last few years with musicians like Drake, The Weeknd, Justin Bieber. But officially, as of this week, we're really on the map because we won. World Champions! Let's go! Let's go! That's what's up. That's what's up. Big parade today in Toronto. Oh, my gosh. So for any of the Americans listening, that is why we're so happy and excited right now. Na, 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 boo, boo. We, we, we did it. So what's it like coming from Toronto? Yeah. Oh man. Um, um, <laughs> I didn't see that. Uh, <laughs> just sent us a little note saying y'all got lucky. I don't know. I, don't I think know. it was skill, man. Some, you know what? There's some skill with some skill. There's a little luck with some luck. There's everything else. So I mean, um, growing up, I think it was about grade seven or grade eight when we we got the team. I'll let you all let y'all know how I'm old. I'm an old head out here. Um, it was like in grade six, seven, eight, somewhere around there, and we got the team, and it was like, ooh, we already got our own basketball team, and they're like, oh, Vancouver got one too, so we're like, all right, two teams, we got our, let's do this, and from that day, man, we had the Damian Stoudemire's, the Chris Bosch's, the Vince Carter's, the Tina, and to come this far now, to see us come together with one guy and this team, and 
Oh my goodness. And the way we were able to make it happen this year was great. It was a dream come true as a child growing up. It was awesome. It was great to see. The parade was great today. Over, they counted it at 2 million people today. There are going to be kids that have been picking up hockey sticks for all mm. their life, are going to be putting down those hockey sticks, and they're going to be saying to mom and dad, I need a basketball. Yeah. I need a basketball <laughs> to dribble because Kawhi has a basketball, because Kyle Larry or, or, or Siakam has a basketball. And you know what the parents are going to do? Mm-hmm. Mm. One pair of basketball shoes and a basketball, or hockey sticks and hockey bags and gym equipment for the next two years, every two years for the next 18 years. Yeah, no, no, it's cheaper. I'm going to give you that basketball. <laughs> I'm going to give you that basketball, <laughs> and I'm going to get you a net and a headband. Yep. <laughs> and a headband. It's way cheaper, for sure. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. cool. I am actually I actually know Dwayne Casey pretty well. He's a nice. really cool person, and so it was hard to watch him leave, but uh, it was clearly a change uh, that... You know what? When it first happened, everybody was taking it rough, including me, too. I was, I was kind of lost a bit. I'm not really upset, just kind of shocked that it was such a heavy move to happen, but it all paid off, and... Yo, guys, if, 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 if anybody's listening that is really feeling like they're on the bottom side of things, always remember that things can always change. Things can always change. The Raptors just put a team together with no draft picks, no top 10 draft picks, <laughs> undrafted players, players that were playing in the D League. <laughs> and they came together and they took down the mighty giant Golden State Warriors <laughs> in their house. It's all about believing you could do it. Don't let no one tell you you can't do it. Mm-hmm. These guys were all told they couldn't do it. A yeah. year ago, if we were to say the Raptors were to win, well, if I were to say the Raptors were to win the championship, you'd laugh at me. But I was saying that. Hey, I was laughing four months ago. McDonald's was laughing because they said they'd give it all free fries right? to the whole one. Right? <laughs> so They're like, yeah, they'll do this. And now it's like, oh. Almost took down a burger giant we did. Um, so tell me, okay, so when you were younger, mm. you, what dreams did you have that you were working on? Crazy thing is, when I was younger, man, I wanted to be an actor. I wanted to be everything. I wanted to be an actor. I wanted to be an artist. I like. I want. I, I used to sing all of my favorite songs all the time. My mom used to always get at me. She's like, yo, you can't remember your math homework, but you can remember the lyrics to this yep. song. That's what's going on right now. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes, you know, I'd be trying to get into my comedic side and try and do a little this or that. And I, every year we had these shows at school. Oh, my God. Oh, Lord. I think <laughs> one year it was like a Disney tribute. The next year it was Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. Then Tommy. Then all these dope, dope, dope screen, um, all these dope plays. And I was always playing something out of, you know, I always had the heavy part. I always had the heaviest part. Yeah. And that was me. I was, you know, super hyper, super energetic, and I wanted, you know, to share that. Yeah. Absolutely. So I find it interesting that you brought that up, that mom was talking about math homework. Were you a good student in school? Because I was like a C at best. Like, I, I only passed because I, my teachers were like, oh, you have a good attitude, but you're really not that bright. So... <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna let you slide through <laughs> yeah <laughs> um like we'll bump you up from 49 to 50 just so that you don't have to come back and do my class again <laughs> linda next door is ready for you yeah. next year yeah um yeah um let's just i mean i was a class clown mm-hmm. you know there was a crew of us class clowns and you know we used to you know have our moments and then the teacher kind of was like giving us a little bit to do our thing and then you know times we have to really like calm it down so um i'll leave it at that i think i was like a c i think i was a c b b c student as well but what did that do to your self-esteem like did did that affect you because for me my grades didn't actually affect my self-esteem it was just like because i mean when i was in school it was 
all about how you looked and not how smart you were. That kind of made you feel good about yourself, which is, I don't know if it's the same or different these days, but I know some of my colleagues and my friends, they when they would get less than an A, like their parents would be really hard on them and then they thought they were kind of worth nothing. But I mean, that's part of what team wealth is all about is that as long as you know what you're worth and where you're going, it's fine. Even if you're not perfect, it's something. You know what I mean? We're not all built to be A students. Mm-hmm. We're not all built to be like the Kawhi Leonard of the team. There's only <laughs> one Kawhi on the team, but we still want a championship. It's okay if you have Bs, and it's okay if through your whole first seven years of school, you're averaging Bs and Cs. Yeah. It's okay. It You just learn at a different pace than the other person. It yeah. doesn't mean that you're any less of a person. So for me, again, it, it was, it was, it was, uh, it was hard sometimes because I had those situations too where I see, you know, the next person like, oh my God, my mom tripped on me today because yeah. I got A minus. Oh my God. <laughs> oh. And I'm yeah. like, hey, you can trade with me if you want. I'll take that A minus right yeah. now. That A minus will get me a brand new Nintendo, whatever, and everything right now. So, yeah. you, could, you know, so um, I knew where my I knew where my speed was. That was mm-hmm. the one thing I can say. I knew where my speed was. And as long as I was keeping it around the, the, the B, the B pluses, um, uh, sorry, the B minuses, yeah. the B minuses, the Cs, I was okay with that. My yeah. parents, they knew that I was such a class clown that as long as I was passing and I wasn't passing at the bottom of the barrel, yeah. they would live with that. Yeah. They'll live with that. And I was young, so I didn't really have no care in the world. I'm definitely like, all right, cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. And you were born and raised in Toronto? I'm born and raised in Toronto. Born yeah. and raised in Toronto in the west side, North York. Um, yeah. And where where's your family from? Uh, my parents are both from Jamaica. Because you, even though you were born in Toronto, you sound like you have an accent from somewhere else. Is that just because of your family? Like, I wouldn't guess that you were from here, like born. So you the, like moved here when you're like eight. Something didn't tell you I was from Vancouver? No. I shouldn't no, say that. No. Me? Sorry. Me? <laughs> Me? <laughs> yeah, no, you know what it is? It's the Toronto slang mixed with the Jamaican slang, the yeah. Caribbean um, patois is uh, it's watered down with Toronto slang, so it's like this thing now, and it's everywhere on the internet. People make jokes with it, spoofs all the time. It's just the way how we speak, yeah, you know. And um, I guess as well, uh, me being from a Jamaican family, um, they always talking like that, the tongue. Yeah. just rolls like that sometimes and sometimes I don't even catch myself when I start talking like Jamaican yeah. especially when it's weird with my white friends they just nod their head like they know what I'm saying I'm like, hold on a second bro you don't even know what I just said what did I say yeah. oh I don't know but you know it's all good you know, so so you, you mentioned your mom talking about homework and stuff like that were your parents supportive when you told them that you wanted to be an entrepreneur that did everything or were they a little bit hesitant like what is their especially coming from another country another cultural background what did they have you to know, say about it um, growing up I think it really Really had to do with the environment that I was in growing up. I grew up in Jane and Finch, which is like probably like not the best area back then. Um, it was low subdivision, you know, it was just a low income, um, low to middle class, you know, mm-hmm. and we were good. We had the things that we needed, just didn't need the extra stuff. And um, they worked their butts off yeah. all day, every day, and they made sure that I had to do the same thing too. Mm-hmm. Everybody had to pull their weight, yeah. you know, and it taught me taught me a lot did they have dreams for you like were, did they want you to be like a lawyer or a doctor or a nurse or something and you were like nah mom I'm gonna make people laugh and cut their hair and entertain them or what was nah, your nah <laughs> yo I swear you know what when I was young I, I thought I wanted to be a baller 
don't want to be a baller more than anything. I don't want to be a baller. Real, and I, and I was trying out for the basketball team, grade four, five, six, seven, and eight. I joined. I tried out for the basketball team, St. Francis de Sales. Shout him out, yeah. And St. Francis and Mr. Milson, he was the principal, and he was the basketball coach. Man, he always had to think for me because he's like, yo, this kid has, he has, he has, he's special. You know, like he puts me on the stage, I kill it. I'm like, nah, I need to get the basketball now too. Yeah. So I'm like, yo, I'm telling my parents I want to be a baller. They're like, yeah, okay, bro. Listen, just make sure your grades are where they need to be, and don't mess around, and you can do whatever you want. Yeah. Mom and dad are too busy working trying to pay the bills. Oh yeah. But as long as I did it, they were supportive. When I did the school talent shows and stuff, they came. They supported mm -hmm. me. They knew that's at least that direction. He so shows promise. What were you doing at the talent shows? Were you doing comedy at that time, or singing? yeah, like I was you doing do some so comedies. I was. We were doing um, our favorite songs to perform. We did the Disney tribute, and I did a bunch of different. I was in a few different of the Disney acts. Um, Joseph and the Great Maze Color uh, Technicolor Dreamcoat. I played the Pharaoh. And um, I went hard. Like, I got to remix it the way I wanted to yeah. and just play that out. And I played um, the oldest Tommy and Tommy. Yo, Tommy was black in our play. Like, that's <laughs> real. Like, Tommy was black in our play. All three Tommies were black. You know, so. Yeah. Yeah, I played a few things here and there. Well, did yeah. you hear about the new Harry Potter, the, the big New York play that's now come to Toronto and they've cast a black female to play Hermione? And there were some people like, whoa. And we all whoa. thought it was pretty epic. That the that's that's super big. Yeah, that's, that's super big. Shouts out. Shout out. Shout outs. It was very interesting because I'm a talent agent as well, right? So I, I hear about all these interesting things because, I mean, there's certain networks like Hallmark that have been very racially one-sided for a long time. But, oh, uh, wow. Yeah. Anyways, we have to go to our first <laughs> commercial break, everyone. We'll be right back with Teen Wealth Radio shortly. Thanks. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Hey you, yeah you, are you tired of people asking you what you want to be when you grow up? Well, we can help. What if we gave you the money to start your own business? All you have to do is join the Teen Wealth Club. Even if you have no idea what you want to do, we can help you have the life of your dreams and play by your own rules. We are real, real people who believe that your life can be whatever you want it to be. And we know it works because we have hundreds of other teens just like you who are doing it right now. Check out GlobalTeenWealth.org and start the life of your dreams today. Don't forget to mention Teen Wealth Radio and we'll send you a free gift when you join. Or you can call us at 1-855-866-TEEN. That's 1-855-866-8336. GlobalTeenWealth.org. We're here to get you started on your future. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You 
are tuned in to Teen Wealth Radio. To join in the conversation, send an email to Brandy at GlobalTeenWealth.com. That's Brandy with an I at GlobalTeenWealth.com. Now, back to this week's show. Hey, everybody. We're back with Oki Freshwater here in Vancouver, Canada. He moved from Toronto, followed his dreams, and is now the ultimate entrepreneur. And he's here with us just to tell you a little bit about his life and some of the cool things he's got coming up. So what is um, kind of on your horizons right now? And how did you get to that point from high school and all the big dreaming you had? You know what? Um, It's crazy. Uh, Being young is very difficult. (laughs) It is difficult. And I uh, just wanted to acknowledge that. Just say it out loud, you know, as someone that's not a young teenager teenager <laughs> at all anymore grown adult i remember growing up was hard and um when you get to that age like 16 17 18 you start becoming your own person and making your own decisions and really trying to uh be an adult when you're not an adult yet and um i think um making those choices um led me down other roads at the time and i guess it's a thing where it's like if you don't listen to your parents, it's all good. You know what I mean? You're going to find out one way or another, you know, that they were always just trying to protect you and be there for you and, and really have your back. They just only want what's best for you. Even when they stop you sometimes from going out with the friends <laughs> or going to do this, you think they're trying to rain on your parade. Nah, they're trying to just make sure you're good. They're trying to make sure you're okay. And I didn't even hear none of that. I didn't see none of that. So, you know, I went off on my own and being young, I was in the music scene. I was... um. Um, doing like um, promoting for clubs and um, doing little like outside comedy skits um, outside the clubs and stuff and it put a little bit of money because the lineups were so long that they had me doing that stuff outside make a little side money yeah and it was dope it was fun it was good and you know um I, didn't, I never ended up being a professional basketball player so that didn't that didn't work out <laughs> for me you know do you think it was um that you're vertically challenged a little bit when no, you're my no, height? No, 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 you know, you know what? Being, five, being five, five, nine, five, ten, it's not good for basketball, but, I mean, I had dreams. I thought, yeah, that's still high school time. I played a little bit in high school, and I thought, okay, I'm going to get taller now. This is the time now because I'm in a team. I'm on a team. I'm going to get tall. Nah. Anyways, long story short, um, just grew through life, and moving out here to Vancouver, um, seeing the opportunities that were um, presented kind of made me make the choices. Like, I wasn't really doing anything. I had a job, and I lost it, and then I came here um, after I lost the job and just started just cutting hair mm-hmm. out of a barbershop. Did you have training, or did you just... Yeah, okay, so I did go to hair school. Okay. I went to hair school, yeah, so I went to hair school. Because I tried shaving years. my boyfriend's head once, and he had, like, patches all over, and oh, he wore man. a hat for two weeks, so... <laughs> So you, so you, you did the cut out of love. Yes. And he kept the cut out of love. No, he didn't have a choice. Like I almost shaved him bald in some parts. So the only thing he could have done is shave more, which he's got sensitive skin. So uh, yeah. So that was just not. Uh, I feel very bad for him. <laughs> I could imagine. Well, yeah. So it I takes was, time to learn how to be a barber. <laughs> it takes time to learn how to be a barber, and um, I was lucky enough to uh, grow up with that. My mom was a hairstylist her whole life, and my uncle. Who um who's not here with us anymore? He was a barber as well, so I got to watch him cut hair, and I already kind of knew how to do that before going to hair school. So when I went to hair school, I was just learning how to do all the women's stuff, and then I worked in a women's salon, and it was just like, whoa, this is just too much, too much drama, too much la la. I gotta go, and I ran out of there so fast. The money was so good, but I just couldn't do it, so I ran fast, 
and then I just started, you know, barbering. And uh, I came out here, started barbering, and just got really good. And from barbering, I started meeting musicians that were involved in the music circuit out here, the local music circuit. And I've always been good with music. So listening to artists out here, starting to mingle with them because they're coming into the barbershop, which is the number one to me most craziest person-to-person networking spot next to uh, a subway station. Like, like, people come in, they sit in your chair, they tell you what they do, they tell you about their life, you tell them about yours, tell them, you know, and then you mix me. Hey, you do this, you do that. Networking is important, people. Always mm-hmm. remember that. Don't burn your bridges. Don't ever feel like you're better than the next person because we're all out here trying to make it. Um, yeah, so I, uh, through cutting hair, I met a lot of musicians, decided to start rapping. And then through rapping and making music, I just like jumped over like a lot of people and got myself to doing uh, this big concert uh, in April that nice. they have out here in Vancouver. And was that 420? That same one. Okay. I saw your Instagram feed now. Yeah. So they got me out here doing 420. And, and like a few people were like, whoa, like how is OKI doing 420? And, you know, for the guy that was uh, putting it together, shout him out, Creed Taylor, awesome, awesome individual. Um, he said, well, you know, since this guy's been here less than two years, he has, you know, put in more work than I've seen a lot of people do and his live shows are on another level and for you to be able to go on a stage in the middle of 420 when everybody's already like burnt right out if I could just, just speak straight up like they're just burnt they're done they're just sitting there now waiting for Cypress Hill there's <laughs> there's almost 100,000 people here wow. it is unreal and then I come out with my guys and we're all out here as a team and we're sharing the stage with other local artists that are here that are not even on my camp but because I see their hustle and their drive and their good attitude yeah. towards others I'm like nah you guys can come and get some of this too Mm-hmm. You guys have shown that you could get it. Just because the person organizing it didn't notice you doesn't mean that I didn't. I got a half an hour set, come in and get a verse. Come in and get it. And, it, and I know they appreciated it. So, um, yeah, we did that 420. And, man, after that, I'm just sitting here now like, what, what am I going to do that? What am I going to yeah. do now? <laughs> you know what I mean? So so you you were, how old were you when you moved out here? Just two years two ago? Two years ago. Just two years wow. ago. Just two years ago. Just two years ago. And what what made you make that transition? Because Vancouver's kind of very, I mean, to be honest, out of all the cities in the world I've lived in, we were probably one of the slowest on up and coming music. Like there's very little push for great local musicians here, I find, compared to other cities I've lived in. You know what? And I, I agree with you 110,000% on a lot of people ask me <laughs> okay. that. Okay. They ask me that. Why did you leave Toronto? Did yeah. They, well, at first, I never left. I, I wasn't even pursuing music in Toronto. Yeah. It was nothing I was interested in. Okay. I seen what was... The business is rough. Yeah. It's, it's a rough business. Hip-hop seems to be the only genre that it's in-your-face mm-hmm. altercation type of ways where you got to pretty much fight Mm-hmm. to stay relevant yeah and you gotta be that person that I'm I'm not I ain't got the energy for all that mm-hmm. I can make good music have a great time make people party and jump and dance but when it comes to the whole oh here's a beef track or yo this guy's a problem for what did I do something yeah. to his mom yeah did I do something <laughs> yeah. to his mom mm-hmm. no okay so then come on no I don't have time for that so um, when I came here and I see the music circuit I'm like yo you guys are like some of y'all is good but some of y'all is not like yeah and I feel like, you know, maybe if I come and just give a little help or not even, like, help anybody, in, like, personally, or just come on and just put another style on it, 
let them see where you know hip hop came from reggae mm-hmm. music. A mm-hmm. lot of people don't know that mm-hmm. that hip hop came from reggae. So no matter what, no matter how hip hop changes, it's always gonna go back to that same bass, that same drum, that same everything. So I feel like if I came out here and I said, you know what, I was cutting here. I didn't really know anybody. I'm like, you know what, I ain't got. This is my hobby. I'm gonna just try make music. Yeah. So what when? So you weren't even doing music back in Toronto. Nope. What what? So what made you move to Vancouver in the first place? So like, were you chasing a girl or what was it? <laughs> I need love. Yeah. <laughs> we all do. We all do. Uh, the Beatles um, said it. So. Yeah. Um, you know what? Um, it's it's crazy. Um, I was I was working with my uh, with a home homeboy of mine. Shout him out, Sam. That's my guy. And uh, he uh, we were working together in uh, sales and. It was getting really slow for me, and I was really just really down and not really feeling like that was where I needed to be anymore. I yeah. was a barber before that, but I stopped doing it so I could pursue the sales job. Yeah. And um, a homegirl of mine who used to live in Toronto, who was living in uh, out here, and she's like, yo, like, if nothing's guanning out there, sorry, you see, there's my Jamaican coming yeah. out of nowhere. Yeah, that's what I'm going to say. Right? Like, you're really born you're like, here. Guaning. Like, yeah, <laughs> you're totally from Vancouver. What's guaning? Google guaning. No, so so um, she's like, yo, what are you doing out there? If nothing's happening for you out there, why don't you come here? And um, there's a great barbershop out here. You can go work there, and you will just kill it. Yeah. Your sense of humor, your personality, you'll kill it. Ooh, which, 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 is it a... No, nah, I ain't even saying their name. No, you're not. No, I ain't saying their name. I ain't saying their name. No. So... Just right. curious because there's some that are very boring in Vancouver. You walk in there and it's like, and yeah. I like I used, when I lived in Atlanta, we'd well, go into a barbershop there and it yeah. would be like, especially yeah. a woman like me. <laughs> I'd go in there and you'd just be like thirty dudes like, hey girl, come sit on the couch, let's talk, talk. and we just literally sure, hang out for up. hours and have a beer. And then here it's like, all you hear is a snip into the scissors. This <laughs> is so boring. So I figured you'd be great at a barbershop, right? <laughs> for entertaining everything, right? Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. No, I'm super entertaining, super nice with the customers. Give them so much energy. I, I hype them up. I make them feel so good about themselves. And, and when they leave looking and feeling like that, then it's great. It's great. Um, shout out Blur Barbershop in Burnaby. You know what I mean? I, I put the plug in. Those are the guys. Yo, shout out Carlos. Not look, yeah, it's my team. Yeah, Jay Tasmo. Um. Barbering is fun. I love it. It's it's where my it's where my happy place is. I like doing that as my you know you know um nine to five my day to day. Yeah. I get to talk to people. I have a lot of high schoolers that come in and they tell me stuff that they don't even tell their parents. They don't even tell their older siblings the yeah. things that they tell me. And they're looking for advice. Yeah. And I love giving it to them. I love trying to help them in the right direction. It makes me feel so good about it. You know, it's funny that you said that. One of my best girlfriends, um, she was she, she wanted to be a hairdresser for a very long time, and she was becoming getting going through training. And everyone's like, "Oh, why do you want to be a hairdresser?" And sure, and I were talking a little bit later, and she goes, "I hate it when people ask me that. It's not that I just want to cut their hair. It's when a person sits down in your chair, mm-hmm. they they talk to you about all their issues. It's like being a bartender. That's why I love being mm-hmm. a bartender, right? You'd make someone a cocktail, and you chat and get to know their life, and they're either like super excited or celebrating something great, or they're like having a bad day and they just want to vent. And and she said the same thing." She's like, a woman will sit down on my chair, not feeling super beautiful, maybe having a bad week. And at the end, she uh, she's told me everything. We've talked about it. Yeah. And she leaves feeling gorgeous and confident. And I was like, that's pretty that's pretty dope. And that's why she wanted to be a hairdresser. And so many people judge jobs that are not considered 
whatever fancy, like a lawyer or a doctor. Yeah, they did. So they're like, yo, if all else fails, do hair. Yeah, yeah. And there's some very wealthy people doing very hair. Very wealthy people <laughs> doing hair. Very Look at Chaz wealthy. Dean. His dog hairline costs more than anything I've ever made. <laughs> hair is money. It's crazy. Hair Have you heard money. about, you know, Chaz Dean out of LA? No. He has that Wen products. I don't know if you're, they were like late night infomercials for oh, 10 okay, years. Okay, okay, okay. Now he has Wen for dogs and it's like this amazing shampoo for wealthy pooches. It's quite oh, funny. Oh, well, yeah. And it was the hair, like it helped, uh, I think in the hair too. They had I think so, yeah. I've seen them bad. It ways. doesn't matter what your passion is. You can make money from it as long as you're dedicated and know the right people. That's why I love that you brought up networking. But we do have to go to our next commercial break. We'll be back in just a couple minutes with Oki, everyone. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Hey, you. Yeah, you. Are you tired of people asking you what you want to be when you grow up? Well, we can help. What if we gave you the money to start your own business? All you have to do is join the Teen Wealth Club. Even if you have no idea what you want to do, we can help you have the life of your dreams and play by your own rules. We are real, real people who believe that your life can be whatever you want it to be. And we know it works because we have hundreds of other teens just like you who are doing it right now. Check out GlobalTeenWealth.org and start the life of your dreams today. Don't forget to mention Teen Wealth Radio and we'll send you a free gift when you join. Or you can call us at 1-855-866-TEEN. That's 1-855-866-8336. GlobalTeenWealth.org. We're here to get you started on your future. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480 294 6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com again that's jeff spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com voice america is where you are and where you want to be join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available don't forget to view all our live events including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You are tuned in to Teen Wealth Radio. To join in the conversation, send an email to brandy at globalteenwealth.com. That's brandy with an I at globalteenwealth.com. Now, back to this week's show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. We're still here talking to Oki Freshwater. He does everything. Uh, just read his bio. <laughs> um, if you were to tell people your social media links so they can find out more about you, yeah. uh, where do you want them to follow you? Um, you can find me on Instagram at Forever Freshwater. Okay, cool. And uh, you can find me on Snapchat at Freshwater TV, uh, Facebook, Oki Freshwater. <laughs> um, on YouTube, Oki Freshwater. All my videos are there. Check me out. Nice. Awesome. Um, 
So earlier, at the very beginning of the show, you brought up heavy moves. Um, a lot of young people, when they're looking at making changes in their life or a change happens to them that they don't want to make, like say your parents get divorced or somebody's ill in your family or you find out you're struggling with anxiety or depression or you move cities halfway through high school and you feel very alone. Um, what kind of heavy moves have you had to make in your life and what did you learn from them? Was And do you consider moving to Vancouver a, a big move? or Big move. Mm-hmm. Big move. Even that, man. Like things weren't working out like at home. Not that anything like in like was like a actual issue more than just everything all around like I couldn't really get a good job I wasn't making no money you know I wasn't really able to get any help from anybody um it was just rough in all angles and um it was a decision that I had to make because even the people around me a lot of times you guys have to understand that you're going to be surrounded by people that are not doing anything and if you could recognize that the people around you are not doing anything you got to take yourself away from that you can't tell them oh I can't hang out with y'all no more because people don't know how to deal with you know rejection sometimes so it's just better if you take yourself away from it and i figured you know what's the best thing for me to do than just take myself away from you know my surroundings because nothing's happening i change my surroundings i Mm -hmm. change the people around me that are more progressive people that make moves you got to find the people that are doing good because then when you get to them you're going to see why they're so good and you're going to be good too you're going to want to be good Surround yourself with successful things, successful people, people that want to do stuff and change. When I say something like a heavy move, it's not something that's going to happen overnight. It's going to take time, but it's the time in the between from the start of the goal to the goal. It's in between. It's all that hard work. It's all that that, that time putting in. So when you get to the finish line, you get to brag. Yeah. I put in all that work, all them days. Yeah. Um, yeah, Any anything else when you were younger? Like, did, was there ever any things that ever came up that made you kind of stop in your tracks and have to learn a life lesson, or? Oh, come on, oh, hell yeah. I was just, <laughs> you know what I mean, like, man, oh, man, where is, oh, man, I don't even know what to start. Oh, <laughs> this will be God. a whole other show. <laughs> oh, my God, you know what I mean? Like, it's crazy, look, long story short, we all get in trouble, right? We all get ourselves <laughs> in some shit. Sometimes more than usual. Um, <sighs> So when we were a kid, so when we were all in high school, when we were in high school, uh, we went to a dance and at the dance, um, I kind of like, I stole this guy's girl. Okay. Like I stole this girl and she was just like, yo, like I'm feeling you like, you know, cool and stuff. And I'm like, well, that's your boyfriend. And she's like, so, and I'm like, oh, okay. So, so then we were dancing all night and having a great time. And then we had a kiss and then. He, he, like, got mad. And by right, he should. Yeah. And he got mad. So when he got mad, I got mad, and then we got into a big fight, and the fight went outside, and then my boys got involved, and a lot of people were fighting one person. It was really bad. We're talking about when I was, like, 16, 17. And it, at the moment, we were like, yeah, we're cool, guys. We're cool, guys. We're cool when the police showed up to my school on Monday morning. Mm-hmm. Um, they were there before the 9 o'clock bell. And, uh, yeah, they arrested me, and they uh, had to call my parents, which I told them, don't call my parents. Mm. Like, leave me in jail. Yeah. Like, let, 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 the, um, let my parents call me for missing persons first, and we'll, we'll, when we get to that bridge, we'll worry about it there, but don't call them, please. So um, I never gave, I actually never gave them my parents' number at first. Uh-uh, I gave them my, my aunt's husband's number. Like, and he took the phone, and he's like, you are something else. <laughs> he's like, I, 
I can't come get you. You're like, yo, please go get me. Daddy's going to kill me. He's going to actually, like, kill. Like, kill, kill. Like, kill, please. He's going to kill. He actually came and picked me up. Oh, wow. Yeah, he did. He came and picked me up. It was a promise to appear in court. Um, so he came, signed the papers, picked me up, and he took me to my aunt's house, who was away in Jamaica. So uh, my dad was like, okay, that's where you're hiding out. I'll see you when you get home. Oh, wow. Oh, man. So at my house, we had the wooden spoon. Did you have something similar? or? Ah! You know when you ever yo, you ever get your ass whooped so good when you're a kid? You ever get your ass whooped? You cry yourself to sleep? Yeah, I did. And at one one time, I actually had a handprint on my butt for a couple of days. That's right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like there you go. Like <laughs> yeah, I got my I got my butt whooped. Like I got a whoop in my home. <laughs> it was like a double effort too. Like mom and dad both like had turns. Like they like tagged each other in. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it, it, <laughs> they went in. They went to work. And they, yo, you know you got a good beating when your ass just cry yourself to sleep after. <laughs> it's the middle of the day, and you cry yourself to sleep. So then my next question, my, all the bad stuff that I've done in my life and the things that I've been through that were hard and the heavy moves and all that, that's what set me up for a life where I want to give back, and that's part of why I'm on the board of two charities, and I yes, founded one myself and host this show. So I know you do a lot of philanthropy and good in the community. What, what inspired you to take, take that change with your life? Um, I think it was all the things that I, that I um, that came in my upbringing that really, really paid the way for that. And as a grown man, I feel like I want to give back. Like, I know that one day I'm going to get old and, and you know my time on this planet is going to be done. Before that comes, I would like to know that I've done some good on this planet and uh, I've done some good for others. And I really believe that um, you got to pay it forward. I've had a lot of people that have been there for me. Shout out LK, shout out Mighty, you know, um... I've had a lot of people that have been there, had my uh, back since I've been out here, and to have people like that that care genuinely about me, there's no way that I can't do something, you know, back. And I can't do nothing for these guys. They, you know, these are these are good guys, but you know, they, they got everything they want in the world. There's not much I can do for them. So I do for the less fortunate or just help out some foundations. Um, two years now in a row, we were able to do fundraisers for cystic fibrosis, which I'd like to thank you as well for coming and um, bringing a squad with squad of Ignite artists with you <laughs> with some gift certificates and all that. It was beautiful. It was a beautiful thing. And, we, you know, we were able to raise a thousand dollars that night. Nice. Um, we gave them a fat check. And um, yeah. And so why cystic fibrosis? Where did that come uh, from? One of my clients, uh, shout out, um, shout out Melissa Powell. She, uh, her little brother and her boyfriend used to come get haircuts at uh, the barbershop I was working at. Yeah. That the one that I won't mention. And uh, <laughs> and um, they um, the mother actually asked me for uh, a free haircut gift certificate, and I yeah. said why, and then yeah. she told me, well, I run the walk for cystic fibrosis out mm -hmm. here, and we just want to raffle it off. At the same time, some young kids that are in like high school were trying to get me to do a show for them so they could perform. Yeah. So I'm like, hold on a second, give, give me your give me your phone number and give me your date. Let me just cook up something here. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna make this shit work. And boom, I these I gave all the kids tickets to sell, and they sold the tickets. We rented out this hall, and these kids selling six dollar tickets were able to raise eight hundred dollars. Nice. Gave the lady eight hundred dollars. Yeah. I said, I ain't giving you no free haircut. You can take this eight hundred dollars. Yeah. She's like, oh, oh, no, okay, I'm gonna take that. I'm gonna take that. Oh yeah, I'm gonna take that. So she took that, and then after this year again, it was the same time. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I don't live out there anymore, but 
I'm like, I'm in, I'm in the city now. I'm in Van. I'm not, yeah. I'm not on a Fraser Valley right now, no more. So I'm in Van. So I'm gonna do something in Van, and we're gonna do it, you know, just for the grown ups. Then we're gonna raise some money, and the turnout was decent. And it was about maybe 25, 30 people that showed up to the bottleneck. It was great, nice, you know, nice little elegant spot, and we were able to raise a thousand dollars in two hours. So yeah. that, that's dope. That's dope. Yeah, it was it was it was pretty nice. I wish there's like more opportunities for that just amongst everyone to come out. So we'll have to try and grow those more as we go. Absolutely. Um, I think philanthropy is so important for being an entrepreneur or being anyone. Um, but an entrepreneur is such a complicated thing to describe. I think because it just means somebody who does everything all the time. Like, mm-hmm. what is that one expression? Somebody will that will work 120 hours a week just they don't have to work 40. That's right. So what does it mean to you to be an entrepreneur? Like, what what does that mean and where did that come from for you? Entrepreneur came from, I think, my dad. Okay. Um, I watched him work his butt off day in and day out as a welder. Um, yeah, and um, the whole time he had this big plan. And it went from us living in the hood to then living in the suburbs to then my dad being able to buy property where he was born and raised in Jamaica. He bought acres and acres and acres and acres and built up houses and buildings on these acres. And now people are renting spaces. That's right. There's, this guy is doing real estate over there. This guy is doing a bunch of stuff over here in Toronto with real estate, with um, uh, wheelchair companies. Like this guy is just doing everything. And I'm like, hold on. If you could do this, I would, uh, I'm you. So I, I know I could do this. Yeah. So... Uh, not that I'm where I want to be right now, because trust me, I could use some money. You know what I mean? I'm not where I want to Everybody be right can. now. I could use some money. So for me, what is an entrepreneur is just a man that really is in charge of his shit. Or a woman who's in charge of her shit. Or a woman who is in charge of her business. She is a queen. Watch her go. She is in charge of her business. She is a boss out here. That's the entrepreneur. Someone that wants to have multiple... I think someone that wants to have multiple sets of income, Mm -hmm. no matter how long it takes. I know that if I do this outside of work, sooner or later, that's going to bring me in some income. And when it brings me in some extra income, I'm going to take that and then flip it. Find a way that, how can I make that make me more money? Mm -hmm. Like, for anybody who doesn't know what money looks like yet, (laughs) trust me. When you get it, you got a choice. You're going to make it make you more money or you're going to lose it. And and it's it's that serious. So uh, it's just someone that's in charge of their business and wants to just you know take full control of their ish. So from the minute you know what you want, you go out and you get it by not any means necessary, but any means necessary. But any means necessary. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. It's very important. Yeah. All right, guys, we're gonna have to go to our last commercial break right now. We'll be back with Oki Freshwater for his last final statement before the end of the show. Be back yeah. shortly. Yeah. <laughs> Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Hey you, yeah you, are you tired of people asking you what you want to be when you grow up? Well, we can help. What if we gave you the money to start your own business? All you have to do is join the Teen Wealth Club. Even if you have no idea what you want to do, we can help you have the life of your dreams and play by your own rules. 
We are real. Real people who believe that your life can be whatever you want it to be. And we know it works because we have hundreds of other teens just like you who are doing it right now. Check out GlobalTeenWealth.org and start the life of your dreams today. Don't forget to mention Teen Wealth Radio and we'll send you a free gift when you join. Or you can call us at 1-855-866-TEEN. That's 1-855-866-8336. GlobalTeenWealth.org. We're here to get you started on your future. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective, plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite hosts. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access all the time. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. are tuned in to Teen Wealth Radio. To join in the conversation, send an email to Brandy at GlobalTeenWealth.com. That's Brandy with an I at GlobalTeenWealth.com. Now, back to this week's show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Teen Wealth Radio. We got about 10 minutes left with Oki Freshwater. He just screamed in my ear on the break because why? Do you want to tell everyone why you're so excited? Nah, I can't even do it no more. Somebody was messing with me. Somebody was <gasps> messing with me. They even gave me the source was messing with me. And I was, you guys don't even know. If you guys heard us over here in the break, you guys would have thought I just won the lottery. Yes. Oh, my God. Someone had uh, said that uh, Kawhi Leonard was going to resign with Toronto on a one-year deal plus player option when that did not happen. The source, uh, the person that said it is super reliable, but it did not come from a reliable source itself. So um, I just totally got... uh, Very excited. Oh, yeah. oh Lord. I don't. I'm. I'm now half deaf, everyone. So if I do sound kind of funny for the last ten minutes, that is why. Um, but I did want to ask you more about networking. You brought up networking mm. earlier before, and I think it's mm. super important. But so many people don't know what good networking is. They just think it's whoever's the most popular. But it's. I think it's very different and further deeper than that. So can you tell me what it is for you? Yeah, they gotta get off the. Listen, Instagram is like the number one networking. They say it's the number one business networking. Yeah. Yes. 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 Yes, but there's nothing like meeting people in person, speaking to people, shaking hands. When you guys are at these uh, mixers or at uh, events or anything like that, you see someone, shake their hand, introduce yourself, tell them what you do, ask them what they do. You never know when you're going to, oh, actually, I know someone that could do that and do that. I just met them last week. Don't be afraid to speak to people. You know, this, this this generation of people so lost in their phones, it's like unless you're meeting somebody on Tinder or, um, or Instagram or something like that, you can't speak to somebody physically, like in person. Networking for me is just really letting people know who you are, why you're here. You're here for a purpose, right? You want something, right? You want to be successful. You want to be, you know, a great actor or actress. You want to be a, a, a director or a writer. Or a, you want to, anything you want to be, 
you can't do it by yourself. There's there's other doors that need to be opened. There's other hands that need to be shook, and no other way for that uh, or shaken. And um, you gotta you gotta meet people to do that. You gotta talk to people to do that. So for me, networking is just really meeting people and not online meeting people. I mean, going out there to the things that you know where you're gonna find the people that are in the same category as you are doing the things that you are. Meet them, talk to them. You find a fellow actor, don't hate him. Don't get mad at the fellow actor. Figure out how both you guys could do a skit. Do a skit on Instagram together. Do something cool so then people see that you're working together. That's networking right there. Oh, I seen something with this guy before and I seen something with this guy before. I wasn't too interested, but together? Oh shoot, you know what? Call them in. Call them in. I wanna talk, I wanna talk to him. I wanna, <laughs> I wanna talk to him. You know, so it's 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 you gotta network, man. You gotta talk to people. People go to the places where you expect to see people and don't judge a book by its cover, people. Please, Jesus, don't do not do that. You look foolish when you do that. You look crazy, you look like you have no type of understanding of what or who we are as people. When you 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 only wait until you see that thing. Where, oh my god, this guy looks like a simple person, but we just watched him on America's Got Talent juggle 50 plates with. But, no, but you don't know that. Yeah. How do you gonna know unless you talk to them? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I love that you brought that up. Um, one of my business coaches, he always says, you never know who you're sitting beside, and it's so true. I was at a conference in Vegas five years ago, and actually, that's how I got this radio show, and there were 300 entrepreneurs there from all over the world to hear this guy and get training from him for four days and he would always ask us during the break to mingle and all the people that were there were like lawyers from all over the world doctors from all over the world, big entrepreneurs that had millions of dollars and then they kept asking me when we were mingling so 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 tell me about you and why are you here and I'm like oh I want to help kids with mental health and they'd be like oh cool that's nice shake my hand and walk away to meet the next person and at the end of the four-day thing I ended up winning the grand prize because I competed against everyone else and won a $50,000 package including this radio show and then everyone wanted to give me their card and party uh, with me and all that because they had poo-pooed me because I just wanted to help kids with my nonprofit. And they're like, she's not going to make me any money. I'm moving on. So never do that because you never know who you're sitting never beside. Never know. Yep. It's true. You'll be like looking down at somebody and then you find out they're more important than you are as far as a title is concerned. And now you're looking at them trying to figure out how you're trying to squeeze yourself back in, in. The, back in the circle. <laughs> looking yeah. all foolish and stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, that's why I think philanthropy is so important as well. I mean, I want everyone to give back because they want to give back and they yes. want to help people. But maybe you don't care about that, but it looks it makes your business look good. So give back anyways. <laughs> right. Whatever I can do to encourage more people to give back is great. So we have about four minutes, five minutes left. Tell us about upcoming projects and uh, oh, what's, your, what's on the horizons for you, besides yes. everything. <laughs> besides everything. Right now we actually are about to start um, a YouTube channel. Um, on this YouTube channel, we will have different... Oh man, it's it, we're excited. We got we got um, we're gonna have uh, blogs. We're gonna have podcasts. We're gonna have uh, a few comedy skit uh, shows. Um, we're working on actually like a city drama um, with like Vancouver people, and it's going to be centered around Vancouver, just like a short six uh, six uh, mini six episode miniseries. Um, I'm actually starting to work on my first actual like album. I've always done like uh, singles, and I'm more of a live performer. But I'm starting to work on an album now with um, Big Sleeps and uh, Quiet Storm. Shout out, shout outs, and um, uh, like uh, yeah, like I said, I'm just working on putting my uh, music crew together. Uh, new new music, 
they're the ones that um, were able to help put the fundraiser together. Um, we actually have an album out right now. If you go to YouTube, sorry, um, Spotify, Apple, um, you could um, check us out there. It's N E W N U. So that's new, 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 new music. The album is called The Appetizer. It's uh, the whole group, and it is it's it's hot. It's great. It's it was good. We dropped it earlier this year. We didn't even promote it, and we got great feedback from it. We got uh, great members from it, so you can check it out. And um, f- uh, the Freshwater Experience hopefully will be out by August. I'm hoping for the long weekend of August. So yeah, um, anybody that's out here in the Vancouver area, you wanna do some acting, you wanna do some interviews, anything you wanna do, hit me up, man. We try <laughs> to get it popping out here, man. <laughs> I got a few uh, actors on my roster that have. Uh, definitely a lot of talent and uh, I, I made they're like please share your stuff with all your buddies in LA because I have a lot of friends in music down there mm-hmm. um, and I said no you have to go get it copywritten first That's and right. they didn't realize that like there's they started sending it to me and I'm like you can't even trust me because you never know, never know. I remember I, I met up with Tori Lanes about three or four years ago I guess it was now in uh, Dallas and uh they, his, his, his group, and they were all talking about how when he was younger, he had sent one of his songs to Drake. And I listened to his original from his tape collection. I listened to a new song of Drake's and very similar beats, very similar lyrics. So I always said to these guys to be very careful. Uh, yeah, so there's, there's a lot to watch out for when you're an entrepreneur, too. You have to protect your have intellectual to protect, yes, property, protect right? Protect your product. It's scary. Protect yeah. your product, people. Yeah. It's important. And um, if I say anything else, just, uh, or if I learn anything in the last three days, it's okay to bet on yourself. Yep. It is okay to bet on yourself. Yeah. Absolutely. For sure. Okay, I would ask this question to everyone at the end of the show, and I hate that I asked them for it, so now it's your turn. If you had 30 seconds to make the entire world sit down, shut up, and listen to what you had to say, what would you tell them? All right. (laughs) Preach. <laughs> First of all, y'all shut up. It's my turn. I got to talk. Thank you. Um, we need to love each other more. Drake said it today. Look at the person next to you, man. Just give them a hug. Don't feel no ways about it. Give them a hug. Tell them that it's okay of who they are. If we love each other more and stop being so snaky towards one another, a lot of things will happen progressively. They're trying to stop us from loving each other. They're trying to stop us from enjoying life. They're trying to stop us from feeling safe. You guys, show some more love out here, man. To one another, period. Stop looking to stomp over the next guy. Look to love the next person. Show love. You'll see it goes a long, long way. Well done. I like that you said that. We had a kid about a month ago. He's 18, I think, now in Dallas, Texas. And he was on the show. He's a writer. And he said, be kind. And that was his thing, too. So it's all over the world. You can hear it from every single guest on my show, no matter what their history is. Just be kind and love each other. So thank you, everyone, for coming and joining us. Again, tell everyone your social media before we end the show. Okie Freshwater. Just Google Okie Freshwater. You'll find me, Forever Freshwater on IG, Freshwater TV on Snapchat. You already know. Or just reach out to me, and I'll find it. Thank you, Okie, for joining us on the show. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you. See you all next week, guys. Same time, same place, same hour with... Our lovely producer, A-Rod, have a good week. Thanks for being part of Teen Wealth Radio. Please join your host, Brandy England, her guests, and panel of experts again next Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have an awesome week, and we'll see you here for the next show.